All right, we're back at it. Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Yes, sir. Live from the Fab Factory Studios. Shut up the Fab Factory Studios. Our home. Yeah, exactly. You said you had some shit to get off your chest. Man, Get listen, it off, King. I had the craziest weekend. You know what? I just thought about the text message that you sent me. <laughs> I, I t- I, with everything else that's been going on this week, I forgot about that. Bro. Let me can we, let's before that's gonna take a second. Let's let's start it off with uh, rest in peace to PNB Rock, man. Yes, rest in peace um, PNB Rock. Uh, wild situation, obviously. Uh, got murdered at at the Roscoe's off of, uh, Manchester and Maine. If you guys don't know, in LA, that's one on the east side. Crazy, crazy situation. Um, I whenever situations like this happen, I, I immediately just think of who's uh, been affected the most and. I'm just thinking about his two daughters. I'm thinking about his family. Um, definitely uh, a, a horrible situation. As a father, though, I'm sure that shit hit different. Dude, it's it's striking, bro. It's like, and I've said this to, to a couple of people this week. I'm trying to get back outside a little bit, maneuver a little bit more, but that shit makes me just want to stay inside even more, man. And I, I'm nowhere, nothing like that, no street affiliation, nothing. It's just... It's just chilling, bro. All you want to do, and I heard Salah say this, man. I'm just my, my main responsibility is just to get back home to my baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to see somebody in that situation, regardless of what happened and you know, the, the the reports of the girlfriend sitting in the location. I mean, we'll we'll break it all down in a second. Nobody deserves what happened. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Now that's all. I don't think it was that. I mean, yes, you do have to be careful, and I don't I don't post where I am usually while I'm there. Mm-hmm. Not even because I feel like I'm a lick or somebody's after me, but I just don't. I just safe practices at right. this point. So I don't think that she had anything to do with it. Like that's. I think people are being crazy, incompassionate. Is that a word? It's a word right now. Okay. I think that people are being. Um, they're not being compassionate. They're not being compassionate, and I think they're 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 having a full lack of empathy when it comes to whatever she may be going through, her family may be going through the comment crazy. The internet is a wild place, so. Um, I think everybody, I sent this to a couple of people, especially in group chats and stuff, just everybody tighten up, everybody stay safe, you know what I'm saying, and make sure you move accordingly. And more, more importantly, just always, if somebody, if somebody's trying to get you for whatever they're getting you for, because I remember something happened over the weekend too, last week, where, you know, man, somebody lost their life, and it was like, bro, just let them have it. You know, it ain't, it ain't worth your life. And, and the people that are taking things from people, like, obviously they're the bottom of the barrel type of person, but you don't want to take that person lower than they already are. Mm-hmm. So, and that's that's a shame that we have to bear that cross and responsibility for other people, yeah. but it is what it is. What do you feel like, what do you feel about people saying, um, you know, because a lot of people now giving LA slack, like a lot of, a lot of people going in on the city saying, don't come to L.A. You know, stay away. To be honest, L.A. been like this. L.A. has been this way. It's not nothing new. It's just getting publicized. It's no different than, like, when the water crisis was happening in Flint, Michigan. Those people been having fucked up water. And still still and have. And still have right. fucked up water. Mississippi, they water still fucked up. Like, that's it's not new. It's just that when it gets 
sensationalized in the media and, and things and current things happen, then it emphasizes the problem. Do you think we as the public um, have a responsibility to not comment or not uh, bring the light? I don't, I don't know what the word is or my point is a lot of people were upset and rightfully so that the dude that was recording situation mm -hmm. inside Roscoe's after it happened and showing PNB on the floor like tragic situation but obviously people do that understanding that it's going to get attention and it's going to go viral and it's going to bring a level of clout now if they were doing it for that or not whatever it's going to do that a lot of people are like why would you do that why would you do that but it's because you're, you're talking about it mm -hmm. somebody out there wants to see it yeah, yeah. There's people that are clicking no, no, on no, that. No, no. I, I saw, I saw the video too. I don't think we need it. And I remember, um, I don't want to give away, but I had a conversation with a, a very public platform and and a couple of people of mine, constituents of mine, and um, they were saying like, "Oh, we don't need this video to be circulated. Stop mm -hmm. retweeting it. Blah blah blah." That's not going to help nothing. There was, there's always been a fascination with tragedy. There's always going to be people that's going to go rewatch 9/11 on YouTube. People are going to go rewatch. It's a, there was a whole thing, a whole movie called Faces of Death. Mm. And people was watching that shit in alarm. It just is what it is. And I'm not saying that it's right, but it is what it is. So I'm not saying that if, if, if you, it all, if, even if you don't repost it, people are still going to go seek it They're out. They're going to find it. They're going to go find it. So I'm not, that, I don't think that's the problem more so than I think that people should just have empathy and, and try to show grace to other humans who may or may not. Like, I remember seeing something where you know, some of the family members found out by watching the video. I, and that's the thing. I, that's the worst way to find out. But at the same time, we know the era we live in. Yeah. If you find out your loved one has been injured, shot, killed, anything like that on social media, you've also seen that before happen to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that it's right, but it also shouldn't surprise you. Yeah. No. So. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm more surprised of the outrage of people that are surprised about it. It's like you, you're, you're circulating that same video or you're talking about it, which is going to make somebody else want to go look for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. Rest in peace, BNB Rock. Definitely a, a crazy, crazy situation. Um, and one of, the, one of the takeaways, uh, one last thing I'll bring up, man, and maybe kind of revisit one of the interviews that I did with him. First and only time I interviewed him, um, and I asked him about you know just being a dad, fatherhood, and I do that on purpose, man. I, and, and to me, it, it tells the character of a person, the type of father they are, right? And I, I pay it when I me just give you guys some insight. I pay attention to a lot of other things that people don't even look at. What you mean? I look at the. I listen to the voice inflections. I listen. I look at your body language when you talk about your kid. Oh. For all, just put it out there for anybody that does interviews, media personalities, radio personalities. That's that's something that it's like it brings a defense down. You talk about something that people really cherish, it helps kind of like, it takes the guard away from people that want to kind of do interviews and talk. It just gets, it does it does, does something to the person that you're talking to, talking about something sweet that they like, right? So when I talk to him about his daughters, you just see his 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 mannerisms kind of like change up from the rest of the interview. Yeah. Um, and it, for me, that that was everything that I need to know about him as a man. Um, aside from the music, aside from just who he was, man, just, you know, him as a father, man, and that's why it's just, just such a tragic situation, man. So, rest in peace, PNB Rock, uh, obviously keeping the prayers up for the families. Uh, but let's go back to what the hell happened to you 
This, I, you give them the cliff notes because yeah, we gonna go. It's, it's a lot that happened. All right, so I was telling PB before you got here. I'm like, I'm not gonna tell you what happened because I want you to hear it on the pod. Okay. So, uh, I'm not gonna get into the Sauce Walker situation because that's none of my business. But let's just say I was around for that, um, and it, it was a, it was a shit show, and that's unfortunate. But we lived. We I leave I leave the BET uh, shoot. Go to Bino's show. Shout out to Bino. Okay. Amazing show at the Palladium. It was dope. Mm -hmm. Bino killed it, brought Blast style, brought out a whole bunch of people. It was dope. Me and Gina want to go get something to eat. We go get something to eat. Shout out to Gina Views. We go get some food. Mm -hmm. Instead of Gina taking me all the way to my house, because it's the opposite direction of her house, I'm like, yo, I'm going to jump in an Uber and just go to the house. Because I had, I, had, I had car service mm -hmm. to go to leave my house. So I didn't have, because I, so I didn't have my car, I didn't have my garage remote, none of that. Now, I jump in the Uber, I go to my house, I, I have a thing where I can get in the gate. So I get in the gate and then I get to the house and I'm trying to access, you know, I have a smart home. Mm -hmm. I do everything. Everything's digital on you. Everything is digital. I got the cameras, elect, right. all that. So that's why you didn't need your garage. That's why I don't need no physical like no keys, keys nothing. That, yeah. Everything is electronic gotcha. in my house, biometric, right? I go and I realize none of my apps is working. The, the Wi-Fi, the power is out. In your spot. In my place. Wow. It, come to find out it went out earlier and it's back on now, but I can't get access to nothing. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get in my house. I'm so good at fortifying my house, I can't break in my own house. I can't break. I can't physically break into my own right, house right. without really fucking something yeah. up. So I'm like, all right, let me call the the internet service mm -hmm. provider. Try to get them to get them to reboot my whole system. They can't do it remotely. Finally, get off the phone with them. I'm like, well, they were like the only way to do it is you got to unplug the power. You got to re and plug the power back in to reboot the whole system inside the house. Inside the house. But you can't get inside. The I house. can't get inside the house. Uh, so I called the Department of Water and Power. Hey, I need y'all to cut my electricity off of my house. You see, I call, oh, so you, I'm, now, mind you, it's 1.30 in the morning, mm -hmm. 2 o'clock in the morning. Wait, so you're doing that so the alarm wouldn't go off? No, I do that so I can deactivate the whole house, oh, gotcha, so it'll gotcha, reboot gotcha, the whole gotcha, house, gotcha, okay. and I can get in. Mm -hmm. They say they can't do it remotely. They can't have a technician out to my house until 3 o'clock the next day. Now, what you don't know is I got a 10 a.m. flight to go to Vegas. Uh, I need to get in the house, I need to pack, and I need to go to sleep because I got a 10 a.m. flight. Flight to Vegas is only 40 minutes. I can't sleep on the plane. I'm outside for three and a half hours. No way to get in my house. I'm, I don't have access to the garage, and I don't have a car to sit in because I Uber to the back to the back to the crib. So now I'm just outside my house for three and a half hours in the middle of the night. I'm so parched and thirsty from trying to break in my house. I see somebody leaving my community. I live in a, in a community, and I'm like, look, I give him twenty dollars. Like, can you go to Seven Eleven for me? Give me a water, please. Like. And that's all I need. That's all I need. I just need a bottle of water. You can hold the 20. Because I'm on the phone trying to call 24-hour locksmiths mm -hmm. to come bust in my house. Another option. Okay. They come back like, yeah, 7-Eleven closed. What? 7-Eleven's whooped. Right, wait, wait. 7-Eleven is closed. That never closes. It's closed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who you hurt? Bro, hey, karma came whooping your ass. Trip this, okay. So then now it's like middle of the night. We like now it's people put we pushing like three forty five oh. in the morning. So now I'm like, man, you know what? All I had on was the clothes I had on. Mm -hmm. All I had on me was the clothes I had on my backpack and my laptop. Mm -hmm. That's all I had in a duffel bag. 
But in the double, I didn't have nothing. Right. You didn't plan for it. I didn't plan to be out the house. So I'm like, you know what? After I could, after the fifth or sixth locksmith that couldn't make it, I'm like, fuck this house. <laughs> I, I hit Southwest Airlines. Hey, what time is my flight? 10 a.m. I need to move that shit up to the 7 a.m. flight. Call an Uber. Take me to the airport. I'm just, I need to get out of I'm here. I'm out of here. Fuck this. You're going to Vegas. <laughs> right? So I'm, I'm going to get to the airport. I might better get an hour's sleep <laughs> right. in the terminal. Yeah. It's AC because you might. We still in the heat wave. Yeah. Oh, that was that was. It was hot as fuck outside at, at 4 in the morning. Yeah. So I get to the airport. Airport closed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. The airport never closes. Airport closed. So now I'm now I'm negotiating with the with the armed security guard. Like, I just need to, I need a bottle of water, my nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> still ain't got one. You don't know what I've been through. You I just need a bottle of water, bro. Like, so now I'm outside the airport, way outside the airport, buying bottles of water from the vending machine that I found, and just waiting for the airport to open. They finally open the airport. I go to I go through TSA. I go to the terminal. Seven seven twenty roll around. That's your flight. Southwest Airlines, you know, we all line up. Mm-hmm. Soon as we line up, yeah, attention Southwest uh, passengers, air traffic control in Vegas has shut down all flights. Your flight is delayed two hours. Oh. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> Shout out to Watts Homie Quan. Nigga, what? Flight delayed two hours. So I'm like, at this point, I'm over the whole every. I don't give a fuck. I just sit down and I find a chair next to a white dude. I went to sleep. <laughs> fuck it. I'm I'm here. It is what it is. Now mind you, I'm like dicking balls dirty. I'm dr- I'm like I got on the same shit I left the house in the day before yeah. in the morning. I'm just you know how like you get that that just that that. Nah, cause I shower. Okay, well I hadn't showered. <laughs> I I hadn't showered. Okay, I didn't have the option. So. We finally get to Vegas. Mm-hmm. I get to Vegas, have, a, have somebody pick me up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to go to Target. I need to get drawers, socks. I got to buy a whole new yeah, shit, a whole everything. New wardrobe, yeah. I called my boy who got opened in a store out there. Mm-hmm. Store ain't open yet. Of course it's not. On the way, to, on the way from the airport, the car ran out of gas. Wait, wait, wait. On wait, the freeway. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Car ran out of gas on the freeway. Hey man, look. I shit you not. I, I walked. I, I walked to go get a gas can. Paid thirty dollars for one gallon of gas. So that way, I'm not. This is Nevada. This is the Vegas heat. Middle of the day, midday. Mind you, this is a nine forty-five flight. I get to Vegas. It's like eleven. Yeah, it's almost noon. High yeah, noon. High nigga. noon. It's heat, Las Vegas. That heat is different. I'm at this. I'm, I don't even know <laughs> what the fuck is going on at this point. I don't even understand. So yeah. anyway, long story short, let me go to the positive. Actually, yeah, let me go to the positive. Please. Because <laughs> this shit sounds crazy. Go to the positive. I end up linking up with, um, go to, I end up going to the Kendrick concert. Nice. Yeah, I seen the picture. Kendrick concert was epic. Amazing. It was fucking. I've been seeing a lot of people talk about the how, how artistic it is. I remember from uh, the Dan tour. How that was. So in comparison from Dan to this one, in your opinion, what's the... I think it was just better because it was him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know the damn tour was him too, but I feel like this is... He was doing a lot of the Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers uh, records, uh-huh. and like I feel like this is one of his most personal... Got it. I, okay. I feel like this is his most personal project. Mm-hmm. Not even from the artwork, but the, the content. Yeah. And him performing those songs and just seeing him up there and, and just... And it, you know, for us, because we know him, yeah. 
it's different when we watch a show because I wanted to watch. I watch front of house. Yeah, no, you're not I'm right to there backstage. with the sound, yeah, with yeah. sound engineers and that. And I'm just, I, I find myself looking back and looking up and just seeing like people losing their. They in section three thirty of nosebleeds, losing yeah. their shit. Yeah, like this is they've been waiting for this for two months. Right. So it was just dope to see that. Then the show, the show ends. I um, shout out to my shout out to L, shout out to little L from Compton. I end up going back there to see to see K Dot. He come out the door. He like, hey, what up? I'm like, what up? We chop it up. It was cool. It was it was dope to see him happy. Mm. He was really happy. Yeah, yeah. And it was and he seemed happy to be there and be talking to me and stuff like that. And he asked about you too, and that was dope. And I told him, you know, you have some you know have some stuff going on, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, he, what was interesting to me though was he, he like, I remember talking to Glasses one time about Dot, mm -hmm. and he was, and, and you know how Dot put out that PSA when he was like, I go months without my phone, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. He was like, man, cuz Dot full of shit. That yeah, nigga, yeah. that nigga got a burner account. He be, he be he, looking. Dot know what's going he on. He be looking. He knew I left the radio station. Word. <laughs> he knew. He was like, oh yeah, I know you left and shit. Like, what's up with Chuck? I'm Damn. Like, like, Chuck good. He like, yeah, y'all doing. I'm like, yeah, we doing our thing independently. That was dope to, to just like, like, wait, I thought you took breaks, my I nigga. I thought you didn't know. Yeah. So it was dope to see that. Um, and then what was, you didn't talk to him about the video. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't I didn't even think about it. Oh, in, yeah. Because I mean, there's a lot of shit going on. That's it was the last shit, thing you're thinking about. That's yeah. the last, it was just so good because I ain't seen him in years. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he ducked off and then COVID, mm -hmm. it was a bunch of stuff. So it was dope to just catch up. Like we talked for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, that's dope. Man. And, um, you know, he, he loves what we do with Homegrown and stuff like that. And But what was really dope, though, to talk to him about was he's still tripping off of this. Oh, like the success? Yes. Really? Yes. I'm like, bro, like... So I was, I was, as, as people are losing their shit, he's losing his shit internally at the love that he's getting. I asked him, I was like, do you remember when we was at, when you got the key to the city? He was like, yeah, and we were sitting on Asia Brown's desk. He was like, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, remember when we was talking? He was like, yeah, this shit crazy. I said, you still feel like that? He said, bro, every night. That's crazy. He said, every night I go out there and I be looking like, this shit is crazy. That's amazing. That's, that's, that's dope to hear, man. And I was like, bro, that shit is fire. And then um, we took a picture. This is what I didn't know. I took the, we took the picture, um, I post the picture, and I go to bed that night. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Night was over. I go to bed. I woke up. My picture everywhere. It's oh, yeah, yeah. All got of these blog sites and mm -hmm. shit. Like, this, it's DJ Head and Kendrick Lamar in Vegas yeah. at, at the Big Steppers Tour. And I'm like, why is all these people posting the picture? Shout out to my dude, Tim Henshaw. Tim from Amazon. Tim called me. He like, bro, that's a good look. I'm like, what? He said, bro, you got the only picture from the whole tour. Mm -hmm. He's like... Dot ain't been taking pictures at all yeah. with nobody. Yeah. I'm like, what? He's like, bro, Dot haven't think about it. Where have you seen any pictures of him on tour? It's literally been people from the audience taking. I think the one picture he took was, or one video he took was signing. Yeah, some but fans. it wasn't with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. just signing the thing yeah. so that way they know it was really him yeah. signing it. But uh, Tim was like, he put it in perspective. He's like, bro, you got the only picture from the whole tour. That's crazy. He was like, everybody done been through that through that tour. Like, he done been in New York with all the big people. Yeah, and yeah. Everything. You got the only photo. Crazy. And I'm like, damn, I ain't think about it mm -hmm. like that. You know, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to flick it with the homie yeah. real quick. But, um, yeah, so that was super dope. Next day, Usher. Usher's a great show. You seen it? Yeah, I seen it. 
That like, Usher, yeah. listen, if you don't have a chance, Usher's about Gotta to do another go. run. You have to go see Usher in Vegas. The tickets are astronomically expensive. It's worth it, though. They're, the tickets are astronomically expensive. I'm not saying they're not. Bro. But if you have disposable income, you need to go see Usher in Vegas. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen. He actually literally looked like dancing-wise. And mind you, the night that I went, he had sprained his leg or the, his ankle the night before. Word. So we got a half-ass show, and it was still like, yo, this shit is still amazing. fire. That, that, that Usher, bro, listen, that shit's fire, bro. And shout out to uh, my girl Helen. Shout out to HG. And shout out to Ashley Imani on them skates. So, so proud of her, man. So proud of her. Like, it was just dope to see that shit. And um, shout out to the homie Jado. I ran into Jado oh, out right. there, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was just dope. Like it was a phenomenal show and I'm really glad I got to experience that. Shout out to my dude, Kenny, Kenny M. I'm not going to put you out there, but Kenny M, he looked out. Um, and yeah, so it was a really good weekend. Now, go ahead. Coming back. I'm running a little, that's a tad bit tardy to the airport. Just so a you was little late. bit, tad you bit, was late. Just little bit to tardy to the airport. You was late. I get to the airport, TSA. Whooped. I mean, it's packed in that motherfucker. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna miss this flight. <laughs> it's ugly. We already knew it. So I'm, I get, I'm like, and I'm like, while I'm in line at TSA, I'm looking like, how can I upgrade to clear or pre-check? Mm-hmm. I need to get up out of here. So, long story short, I get, I, I get in there. I get to the airport in Vegas airport. You gotta take them trams mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. So I run all the way to the terminal. Nobody's standing at the door. Door open though to run down the jet bridge. Door open to run down the jet bridge, but they know ain't no agent standing there scanning. I know everybody already on the plane. Oh, snap. I'm like, fuck it. Boop, I scanned my own shit and ran down the jet bridge, right? I run down the jet bridge, I get to the end of the, where the plane is, and she like, hold on, it's a Southwest lady there. She's like, hey, you gonna she, fall. She tagging, no, no, oh. the plane was still there. Oh, okay, I thought. No, the plane was still there, door oh. open. So she tagging the back. She's like, hold on, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm on this flight. She's like, no, you're not scanned in. I said, I'm scanned, I'm scanned in. <laughs> you can check. I'm scanned in. I'm good. She was like, because I can't miss this flight. <laughs> Why I can't miss this flight? Because I couldn't get in my house, and my mom got my spare keys, and she's oh. the one picking me up from the airport. And she had to go to church. So I, I can't miss this flight. This, yeah. this flight, because I can't get back in my motherfucking house. <laughs> you don't understand. It all, go, it all goes back to the original point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like... She like, no, you can't get on. I'm like, you don't understand. It's like, happening. It's happening. It's like, I'm getting on this plane. <laughs> <laughs> so she like, no, you not scanned. I'm like, look, the flight attendant's like, no, 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 it's okay. The door not closed. He can come on. I'm like, she's like, well, you can't bring that bag on. I have my backpack and I had a duffel. I said, she's like, we got to check it. Here. Take it. Take this motherfucker. She tagging baggy, right? right? <laughs> hand, it to the, hand it to the guy. And the guy goes out the door, down the stairs, to put my duffel bag under the plane. plane. Wow. Right? Oh, shit. That's significant. Oh, put a pin in that part. Put a pin in that part. He goes under the plane, put my bag. I'm like, bet. I get on the plane. Sit, take me a middle seat between two white dudes. I'm like, and I'm I'm low, too, because I already know they own me. So I'm low, right? I take my hat off, I'm low. I'm like, all right, I'm on this one. I'm in here. Ain't nothing they can do. Two, three minutes go by. Uh, attention, Southwest <laughs> passengers. Could the young man have just boarded with the brown bag please come into the front? I'm like, oh, they got a nigga. <laughs> and now you holding up everybody else's hey, shit. Man, I, I, I need to get home. I need to get in my house. You know what I'm 
So that was that Denzel clip. I'm leaving here with something. So I'm low, right? And she's like, come to the front, please. I know who you, we seen you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Did you think that they, since they didn't call your name, that you was going to get away with it? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I take my, she's like, and bring your bag. I'm like, oh, mom. Because you know they ain't let you back on. I let me on the flight. Hey, you gotta take and then she's like, yeah, back. come to the front, you're on the wrong plane. I'm like, oh, that's a play. Uh -uh. That's how you get niggas off the plane <laughs> so y'all can close the door and get on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nah, yeah. I'm going, I'm I'm going on the right plane. I'm going to L.A. It's my plane. It's my plane, bro. <laughs> I'm scanned in. Check. <laughs> so look, I take my bag and go to the front. She's like, yeah, can you step off the plane? Oh. Why well, I got to step off the plane? <laughs> You will put halfway on? Yeah. So I got, I'm standing I'm standing on the jet bridge and on the no, goddamn what you, air. What you gotta say? What you gotta say? <laughs> no, tell me from here. I was standing on this I got one foot in Mexico, one foot in the United States, right? <laughs> so I'm standing there and she like, I need you to step off the plane. So I finally go. I'm like, what? She's like, you didn't, you're you're late. The plane, I was just sitting in a seat. How the fuck am I late, lady? She's like, you're late, you're not scanned in, we gotta rebook you. Oh. I'm what? I'm like, bro, the hell no. Y'all gonna be fucked up. I'm not gonna <laughs> what you mean? It'd be different if the plane was gone. Right, right, right. Or they did the pushback. I'm on the plane. I'm I was sitting on the seat. Buckled up. Buckled up. Low. <laughs> Between two white. I'm low, right? She like, no, you got we gotta rebook you, you off this plane. So now the, the black lady, the flight attendant kind of trump peeping like what's going on. She's standing inside the plane. Luckily she watching. The 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 the, uh, the 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 guy that took my bag on the plane, mm. he's now standing back there at the door. Uh -huh. She's like, "I need to pull you off the plane. You can't board. You you weren't you weren't scanned in." I'm like, "I'm going. What you, I'm going? Scan me then. Right, right. What you mean scan my shit? No, it's too late. How is it too late? They couldn't check to see it was already scanned. Bro. Okay, they weren't trying to do that. Got you. So she tells the guy, "I need to go back under the plane and pull his bag off. He not flying on this plane." And the oh. guy was like, well, I can do that, but in order for me to pull the bag off the plane, you got to go to the supervisor. I'm not pulling it. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I cannot pull nothing off this plane without a supervisor. So if you want me to pull a bag off the plane, go get a supervisor. I said, well, I'm not leaving without my bag. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a problem. So we got to, I'm standing right here until this nigga get my bag or until I get on this plane. Oh, I'm not going nowhere. I'm, she's like, no, I need you to come with me. Nope. I'm not leaving without mm -hmm. my bag. You know what I'm saying? Because I already know I'm play, now I'm playing the yeah, eyes. I'm playing my eyes. You're going to be assed out with no bag and, and no flight. So then the lady come running down the jet bridge, another Southwest lady. She's like, I got to rebook him. We got to get him off the jet bridge. Bro, the plane right here. And the lady, she was like, no, we gave your seat away to, to standby passengers. I, I wanted to call out her name. I said, how the fuck did you give away my seat? I was just sitting, sitting there. Man, what the fuck? And the flight attendant came off the plane. She said, no, I have a seat for him. There's one seat left. And the dude standing there, the, the bag dude, he's he standing like, there like, go get a supervisor. Right. <laughs> so we all in a stalemate, this motherfucker. Was right? that, that Spider-Man meme? Like, yeah. So the, so the lady that was tripping, she's like, all right, don't pull his bag off the plane. You get on the plane. You go up there and check him in. And they just closed. And I go back on the plane. White people clapping for me and shit. <laughs> I sit down. They're like, what's going on? I said, they're fucking moron. Like, oh what you mean? God. So I'm like, bro, so now I'm sitting in the plane, I buckle up. This ain't the end of the story. Nigga, what? <laughs> Do we have enough tape? Bro, before they close the they close the airplane door, captain comes out of his out of the cockpit. They never open that door. Hell no. Nah. They pushing the plane back. 
Captain opens the Captain opens the door, comes out of the cockpit, gets on the intercom, and says, "Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Captain whatever the fuck. I'm in the United States Air. I'm retired United States Air Force, and I just want to say it's a privilege to have you on this flight today. Being 9/11, it's important for us to realize." I'm like, "Oh shit! Why the fuck would you make that announcement? <laughs> while I'm about to get on this." <laughs> Read the room. Read the, nigga, Shit. read the fuselage. <laughs> Niggas, what, what? Shout out to Jason Cash. We about to take off. Oh. It's 9-11. He like, yeah, being that it's 9-11, this is an important day for, like, well, what? Oh. What you mean, bro? So then, it ain't over. We get in the air. 20 minutes in the, now mind you, it's a 45-minute flight right. back to L.A. We get in the air. The pilot gets on the intercom. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your captain speaking. Uh, we have reached our cruising altitude, but I'm going to instruct the flight attendants not to leave their seat. We're not doing no drink services. I need, I'm keeping the seatbelt sign on the entire flight. Everybody buckle up because we got radio to head and said it's going to be some really rough air ahead of us. Oh, shit. Rough air? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you mean turbulence? <laughs> like, I, know some, I, know, I know what turbulence means, bro. Rough what is air. rough air? What's the difference? Rough air? <laughs> That's like when I snore, what are you talking about, right? Bro, 10 minutes later, they're like, yeah, we're going to start our descent in the L.A. area. I'm like, oh, we beat it. We good. Because it's just we yeah. regular flight. As soon as I had that thought, that motherfucker got there. I'm like, and I'm thinking now, you know how they say your life flashes for y'all? Uh, I'm thinking all the way back to my electricity being off in my house. Like, <laughs> Maybe God didn't want me to die on this goddamn airplane. Oh, and he's trying to keep your ass at Keep me from the airplane. Oh. Like, yeah, I'm going to send him out. I'm going to let him go see K-Dot and see Usher, and then we get him out of here. You know what I'm saying? That's oh. what I'm thinking. So I'm like, fuck. Like, really? <laughs> this is it? Like, damn. Like, I fuck with Usher, but not like that. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, so. He guns the he guns the the the, the he guns it the throttle. Mm -hmm. So now they moving through this turn. I mean through the I mean good. We rock, we rocking, uh -huh. but that's how they fight the turbulence is by picking up speed so that way you you can uh, control the, the narrative more, right? So woo, you hear the engines going like we taking off. That's how fast we was going in the air. Woo! I'm like, oh nigga, <laughs> why, why we going so goddamn fast? They throw the flaps down, throw the landing gear down. Nigga, when I tell you the nigga, it was the hardest landing I have ever experienced in my entire life. That motherfucker came in and just kind of cut the engines off and threw the flaps down, and we hit the runway like. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> nigga, white ladies yelling and shit. I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, bro, it's like, bro, and I'm just like, oh, 9/11. On 9-11. What the hell? And I was just like, and we pull into, and we taxi in, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. I got, I got I nothing. Got nothing. <laughs> I just wanted to see my mama. I just wanted to see my mama, though. Yo, I don't know what, I don't, I don't understand why so much happened in such a short window bro, of time. bro. Three days, bro. It was, it was 48 hours. So what did you walk away from this with? Is there anything that you learned from oh, this experience? I, I had, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you what I'm I glad did. You, I'm glad you asked. We land, I land, 
My mom picked me up from the airport. First thing I did when it let myself in my house, make sure I could get in that motherfucker. Yeah. Cause mind you, it's been four or five, yeah. four, three, three, four days. Yeah. No windows open, no AC running. Yeah, you got yeah, no. I, I actually got the air out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where I live is hot. Let the shit air out. Tell my mom, come on. Now I went to Home Depot, bought all new locks. Fuck all that smart shit. I went and bought some dumb locks. <laughs> I got keys like a motherfucker. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! You know what I'm saying? Yeah! You got a dumbass house. <laughs> Fuck that smart shit. Mr. Technology. Hey, bro. That motherfucker backfired. Hey, I bought, I bought, I got, I got some shit now. <laughs> I ain't never gonna be locked up my house. I got some shit now. I got it. It's still, you still got the smart. Did you deactivate I, no, all I got the smart, the smart shit, shit okay. too? But I got some other shit now where, nigga, I'm good. Tell, what? I'm not finna tell you, nigga. I'm not finna say that shit on here, but I got some shit now where, nigga, I'm not never finna be out the house. What is it? I'm trying to figure out. Okay, we'll figure it out. I'm not never finna be out the I'm house. That's never. the moral of the story. Okay. Well, I hope this story is worth, uh, with all 20 minutes of that. I don't know how long it was. Uh, we ain't got time to talk about shit else. No, I know, but so that's all. That's radio. All I, that's all I wanted to say. It's Chuck Dizzle and DJ has long ass story. You the one told me to tell. I, I was kind of curious, but I thought you was gonna give me the cliff notes. Hey, bro, that was the whole shit. All right, let us know if y'all rock with that story or not. We gotta go. PB cut this shit.